Maybe I just pause it. When does it start to... Do you start recording and then go live, or do you go live? And then well, right now we're live. See, and the, this screen here is live, and I think we're rocking, but we have this covering our faces, so they can just see us. It's kind of like we're teasing them, you know, in case someone is live. Can it, can you see Kevin on there? If, is it say if anyone is live? Not that I see. Not that you see yet. No confirmed Set viewers. Zero. One. Oh, one. Oh, one. Oh, we have one viewer now. Now we have to start the show. You were talking about Leafs, though, right? They're playing right now? Yeah. yeah. And um, Austin Matthews, do you think he looks like um, Jack White? Jack White? Uh, yeah. Not far off. I think he looks like, like the with the mustache and yeah, stuff, you know? I think he looks like Freddie Mercury, to be honest with you. You do? That is. He doesn't have the teeth. Two different people. I know, but he does, like the mustache. What's this guy's name? Uh, Austin Matthews. Should, you can look him up. Minus, oh, I, I minus the teeth. Minus the teeth. Like... Freddie Mercury with his mouth shut. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. got like 1970s player vibe all over him. Oh, oh yeah, wow. huge. Yeah, that's that's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Let see. me see. Yeah. Oh, his teeth look like because he's is he wearing a mouth guard? Yeah. He's yeah. pushing his lips out. He's wearing way. a Freddie Mercury mouth guard. Freddie without Mer his without his mouth guard, he looks like <laughs> Jack White. Yeah. Freddie Mercury with big quads. Now we got to get a, a mouth guard in Jack White. Yeah. See what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they call him Quadzilla. Like the guy's got legs like yeah. size of people's fucking the width of people's hips. Almost as big as mine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wait. How many we got now, Kevin? Three. Tres. Three. Oh, three people. Well, we should get rid of this logo then. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to uh, live from the Dutch Hall, Beaver. I wanted to say when before we get the show really going. I wanted to say uh, that I know uh, you're a big Leaf fan, and two weeks in a row it was a Leaf game, and you're still here, still right? Here. Falling on your phone, which yeah. I, th I appreciate. On silent. Uh, yeah, on silent. <laughs> uh, but you're falling and everything, and I really appreciate that you're putting that effort in. Fuck yeah, buddy. This is the first live stream of Season 8. This is the very first live stream of Season 8, people, and I want you to know something from the bottom of my heart. You guys all come here today. We put together this team. It's a super team. We put together. This is a season eight premiere. The new setup in the Dutch Hall. We got listeners all around the world, goddammit. All around the goddamn world. We got dairy farmers pulling teats. We got goddamn <laughs> shop teachers washing dishes, listening to our program. We got people out there who work hard all day long. We got people cooped up with COVID-19 in their homes. The only solace they get. Is through this program live from the Dutch Hall to listen to our nonsense. They're dependent on us. Yeah, they're dependent on you. Yes. Beaver puts aside his hockey. Not a boy. Kevin drives through God knows what kind of terrain to get here. Yeah. He's never even told me where he lives. I don't even know where he lives. Yeah. No, no one does. It's a mystery. He lives in he lives in a bubble somewhere, and we don't even want to ask. Parts unknown. <laughs> Parts unknown. Like the missing link. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Heavy commitment. Out there squatching. And then <laughs> we have a real life Sasquatch. Right here, <laughs> beautiful. as our guest today. God damn it, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And what we need to do is we need to dig down deep. We need to be funny. We need to be insightful. And we need to be goddamn perfect. And catchy. But there's only one way to get this thing started. How's that? Kevin, you're going to have that theme song button. All right. Crank it up.
There it is. Welcome, everybody, live from the Dutch Hall. We are the greatest podcast ever come out of Pool Shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, bar none. And I believe we're that way just because we are. We don't even need the nocturnal emissions, though they did give a beautiful rendition at the beginning of the program. I'm your host, and I guess I haven't introduced myself very much lately, Pistol Pete Van Dyke. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, thank you for applause. Hey, I, get my, I got a tasher. Where am I? Your host. There I am. Your host, Pete Van Dyke. See, there's me. And uh, our, uh, we also have in the corner, kitty corner to me, in the back of the room, it's Derek the Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. <laughs> and uh, right there working the board, that's uh, Kevin Long Dong Van Dungeon. Right on. I'll take it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a nickname for you. Eh? Yeah, we got to work on that. Yet. Yeah, we haven't got a nickname for you. Long duck dong. Yeah, we do it. And our guest this week is comedian and longtime guest of the show, Ty Wright. Everybody. Right on. Oh no, I want to just. We'll say that. There Loving the camera angle, by the way. I just got a glimpse of myself. <laughs> what did I do? What what did what do you have? Oh, no, look, I just, I, uh, what do I have about fifty pounds too much around the middle? I th I'd say uh, <laughs> you spread out over that view right there. The camera adds fifty pounds. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh man, I hit every just button. Good about myself today too. Sorry. What yeah. do you, should yeah. should I put it up for you? Nah, it's fine. Can you do like? Is it just should I go more cross? Here's the thing. I think <laughs> it, it's, he camera, it's heavy spotlight right if now. That, on him. If that camera goes up, let's say eight inches. Yeah. I'm still the same amount of fat. <laughs> so, I mean, I think this is probably the most honest camera angle. Actually, have you not lost weight? I've lost quite a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, they don't, can't tell by looking, I guess. Well, I think you do. You, do, you look <laughs> noticeably different. Like, how much have you lost? Uh, I was up to, like, 35. So I, I, was, I was, like, 310 by the time we came back. This time last year, probably. Oh, really? And then uh, the last time you saw me, I was down to, like, 265. And now I'm back up to about 275. Oh, really? So when you went down to, when you came back from LA, you were over 300 pounds? Oh, yeah. And it was it because of uh, the lifestyle that you live when you were down there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the life in the day of when you're that, when you're like, is it very uncomfortable or like well, compared well, I'm to that bit? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like also pretty like strong. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was training. Like, I, oh. I was, oh. I was going to the There's gym. a purpose behind that. No, no, no. no. I was, it just happened to be fat and also I had a trainer. So both. So you got like, so I'm doing wind sprints, but also I'm really fat. I'm flipping tires, but also I'm gross. You're like 80s wrestler big. <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Like, it's like Doug too. Doug Coning oh, is Doug like a, a, a beast, eh? And, uh, like, he's still huge, but he's, like, all, like, uh, he's going to kill you now. I'm not like that. I'm not as solid as Doug. Doug yeah. is, Doug he, is. He's, like, a, like. I need, like, six months to get He's formidable. Mm-hmm. Eh? He's formidable. He was always, he was always strong. Yeah, yeah. But now he's scary strong. And yeah, like, he, before he was, uh, and before, Doug, uh, for those, Doug Koenig, he's been on the show before. He's a, a good friend of ours. He's a. Looks Doug, like a Gerber baby. Yeah, before it would be like the State Puff Marshmallow Man would come. Like he, you know, he could kick your ass because he was like, like large. But 
you know, he's non-threatening, you know? Yeah. It was just like he didn't, but now uh, now you you're, you fear for yourself because you look like he would tear you apart. Like, now he looks like a bouncer or something. Yeah, I, I mean, if you see his videos of him, like, doing any of his strongman stuff, it's bonkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys are crazy too, eh? The strongman people. Oh, yeah. and the the it's all diet. Like they gotta eat some food, man. Yeah, yeah but they, they also are never like uh, ripped, eh? The, no. the the ripped guys. Well, uh, the the big the big strongman guys have a six pack. Oh, it's just so much. It's just it's it's out here. Like you you'll see them. You'll see a six pack on their gut. Is that from here. the human growth hormone? I don't, it's just because their muscle, the, all the stuff behind it. Oh. I kind of have that. It's insane. Hey, like I, I have a gut. Like, there's no question this is a gut. But hey, I can, I can Ford show Johnson. you my six-pack. I can show you, like, there's ripples that look like muscles, but there's no way that's – it's way out there. Yeah. So maybe it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm I don't a gut know. Lifter. I'm a gut lifter. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have it, too, when I it? sit down. Lines. Line, ripples. Just creases. Folds. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, there's a – Who's the Eddie Hall? He had he had one. Who's the mountain? The mountain that's Thor Bjorgensen or something like that. They're actually him and Eddie Hall are boxing. They're they're doing a fight. Oof. They're, I watched Eddie the Hall heavy, the heaviest boxing match in history. Like his, they would they eat in a day though. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's almost like they, to them it's a job to eat. Oh yeah yeah they have to like eat like eight meals a day. And or he something. says he's got to nap like three times a day because they're eating so much. Like they eat nap workout. When I did that P90X thing, me and my wife did that P90X thing one time, and I said, I'm going to do it 90 days. You know, I got to do it. No, no. Uh, and I was like dying to go to bed at nine o'clock every night. I just couldn't. You had to go to bed to repair because you're like, uh, you did. And you just walk around sore all the time. You couldn't eat enough because you're always hungry. And, and then, uh, but you were fucking ripped. It was awesome. <laughs> By the end of it, it was like, I did. I was like, uh, I marvel movie stuff like i felt great you like know? major lifestyle change oh oh yeah like well at that time i could like you could do i could do so much stuff like um just like jump up on a thing start doing pull-ups and stuff like that like i never could do that can you do a pull-up now still i could probably do three three i bet you i could do three really still know. pretty good a lot of people can't do one i couldn't yeah. do one do you want what, what is anything strong enough to try no, I don't want to pull on it. I don't know if I'd test out the the garage, the garage door uh, <laughs> frame. Yeah. I don't know if I'd test that out. I bet you I could do three though. Wow, I but, can do one. Yeah, you want? I, I can do one. Yeah, it's I, when I started doing it, you had to do. I had to go on a chair with one one foot, and then just do as much like put as much of my weight uh, without on not on the chair, but until eventually I didn't need the chair. And then that's you honest, do, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It build up, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how I started, and then it just when when you keep doing it, at the end you're doing like ten, and then I I did like three months. I think it's ninety days, right? And then we go to Ryan Vanbush's house, and uh, he's got one of these like pull up bar things underneath his deck. Mm -hmm. He's got one mounted, so I jump up and I do like ten of them. Thinking, feeling good, thinking yeah. I'm like nailing it, you know. And then he just jumps up and he starts doing them where they're behind his head and he's side to side you know really? all these things yeah because he's a trained athlete yeah. that, you know and he's got all this muscle memory from all those years of like training for the nhl so yeah. this was just out of nowhere like he wasn't even oh, he wasn't trained for nothing that's just his <laughs> natural like he's just a freak athlete in great shape and he's all built like to punch you so he's, he's got all the muscles <laughs> you know 
that uh, he's got all the muscles to do that exercise. So just think what he could do in his prime. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, oh yeah. When he started dating my sister, I'm not cool with that. You know, <laughs> nothing not a, you can do to help her. Yeah, but you, he says that I still managed to intimidate him somehow, which I don't know how I did it. The look, huh? The yeah. look, maybe just the. Look I don't know. Maybe because he knew he can't punch his, a girl he really likes brother in the face. Yeah. You know? Do you have more friends than him? No. no, no. Oh, okay. So it's not even that. <laughs> no, you, no. I don't have any friends. Has there ever been a <laughs> Has there ever been an intense argument where he was like, "Ooh"? No, me and him always got along. Actually, yeah, so then, uh, maybe. But I mean, a hockey player. You know, hockey player wants to date your sister. Maybe he was intimidated. Uh, you don't get. You're not happy about that. Like, who's happy to have a hockey player date their sister? Hockey fan. Yeah, but then you're still like even you know, then. Even then, you you know, like, you hear the way they wheel girls. You don't want your sister to be one of those girls. You know? True. So you're like, you're kind of like, uh, in a way, you're protect. You're just being protective of your younger. Right. So you try to stick up for her. But then you realize, like, he's like. You could punch your head off if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had told Bob Probert at, at, at their wedding that uh, in his speech, he's told Bob Probert, like, I don't care if you're friends with Brian and Luke's <laughs> Oh, really? You mess with my daughter and. You got you to gotta deal with me. Why was he saying that to Bob Probert? Because <laughs> he's the toughest guy in the room. <laughs> Your dad went right for the goal, yeah. right for the throat. That's a good well, move. Prison rules, man. That's, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a good move. Go for the big guy. Yep. <laughs> Probert was really nice. I, I met him at that wedding, too. He was, real, he was really a nice guy. Did you, did, uh, did Jane have any brothers? Jane's got one brother, yeah. Did, did you get the, the speech from him? Uh, he's a younger brother, so when we started dating, he was like eight years old. And so, so like he so doesn't really remember okay. his life without me. You know? So he knows you as the brother before you were the brother. Kind of like he's been. We've been family for so long. Like we're just mm. like brothers, you know. Like, but so he doesn't. But every once in a while, especially now that he's an adult, you know, I remind him that I bang his sister. That's good. <laughs> that's yeah. Good. That's especially if he's move. getting lippy or whatever, then you just bring it up, and then he's like, ah, because that's a car. He can't throw anything back, you know. Yeah. Like uh, my brother-in-law is too. Like. Uh, Jeff Ball or whatever, like uh, he he's married to my sister. Yeah, he'll do that to me too. Yeah. He'll tell me that he bangs my sister. But I'm happy for my sister to get fucked at this point. She's like a grown up. Yeah. You know, that's a nice thing for her to have. And so you're a grown up. Healthy. Like the, yeah. the the other thing is you're a grown up now too. Yeah, I understand. When everybody's kids, you're like ah, I'm banging your sister. It's like, yeah, and and like like Ryan, she's there too, and she seems to be enjoying it. Yeah. And like my yeah, and like and and Ryan to go back to him as an example. I was leery of the hockey player. He's yeah. the greatest. Uh, he's a yeah. great husband to to my sister. I couldn't be happier for him, and he should bang away. Yeah, I <laughs> got know? the talk from my. <laughs> <laughs> because they have a happy marriage, shows they have a happy marriage. Yeah. That's good for them. I don't want to know any details, you know. Mm. And he's kind enough not to do it. But I'm also kind enough not to be a dick to him. Because if I was, then he could tell me that he's doing that to my sister. I go la la la. Don't. How creepy would that be? If you said that to somebody, like, hey, I'm banging your sister, and they asked for details. Yeah, man. Because then that would make you feel gross. Yeah, well, according to the internet, people are into that shit. Stepbrother and stepsister. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, that's the biggest. Brady Bunch rules. We had a big talk about this last week. Well, oh, you did? Oh, well, okay. I ate on air. That's good. Can we give a... Oh, we should do... <laughs> you Man, that new microphone's awesome. It's picking up everything. Big shout out, Dad. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's okay, Pete. Don't this, push the microphone away or not. This deserves keep a chewing. big shout out to just your wife. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> My wife. We should do a thing called feedback. We got feedback. 
Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's uh, segment is brought to you by your friends at Amazon. If you go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website, that's livefromthedutchhall.com. You click on our Amazon banner, and then you do your shopping, and then we get money. That's how it works. Easy as that. And uh, also, Van Dyke Party Services. Don't think just because of COVID that um, Van Dyke Party Services isn't, isn't going. Because we are. We're more than willing for $100 of cold hard cash to go to your end of your driveway. If you leave us like a case of beer, maybe like a, a bag of weed or something. And uh, I can t guarantee it, that, that is money well spent. You're going to have the time of your life just listening to us guys get wasted and have a great time. It may be in your driveway, but yeah. COVID friendly. That's, uh, that's safe. Yeah. And um, we don't mind pissing on your yard. You get your Zoom calls? <laughs> Zoom calls? I'm Van, done with them. Van Dyke Party Services? We have. We will do a Zoom call for you, but it's hard for you to cover our expenses through Zoom. Right. But uh, Yeah, because then you feel ripped off. It's yeah, really. It's like a free gift. It's true. Yeah. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Ah, don't live your life in regret. I forgot. I didn't know if you were looking for the... The beef people? The I didn't know which one we was. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I've done that before. I did the wrong... <laughs> did the wrong tune for the wrong uh, advertisement. Van Dykes could be beef people. Yeah, yeah. And if you, we could be. I don't know. We got a. I got a cousin that has yeah. beef. Huh? Good old Benjamin DeConnick. Yeah, yeah. He has beef. I think one time uh, one got loose, and I had to go. I remember I was hung over on like um, May two four, and I get woken up. Cows loose. We gotta go hunt the cow down. <laughs> so I, w we went around trying to like checking around the perimeter of bush. They finally had a, a hire a marksman to come in and shoot it. Heard the thing in. Yeah. Oh, there was no getting it. You had to just There's take no, it out. No getting it. Man, couldn't like saddle it up or anything like Man, that. I don't know the whole story, and I'm La probably telling it wrong. You guys have lassoes. A wild cow, man, that gets I mean, on the loose, it turns, it turns feral. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Got the taste of blood. Oh, I, hey, so, Pete, I asked Benny one time, the other, as I was over at his place fixing his, helping him fix his cow fence, and uh, being a cattle farmer is like a special person. Like, you need to be able to be comfortable. It's not an easy farming game. Like, livestock is a, different, is a different game than different uh, game, horticulture. Yeah. yeah, it's a totally different game. So I'm like, Ben, how, uh, how'd you get into like, well, how'd you get into farming cattle? Like, who, how'd you think of this? He's like, well, how we started was, he's like, me and dad, we got three cows. We got them out of the trailer very first time, and they ran away. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, he says never once did they, he's like, the first three literally took off. He's like, there was some wild kind. Of, I'm like, and you kept, like, that was, you kept the confidence. Like, I give you credit. Oh, dude, my brother tells stories about, about the learning curve mm -hmm. of like some guy because like i grew up on a tobacco farm so tobacco ain't like, running away <laughs> yeah yeah plant plants are pretty pretty predictable you know? yeah and you're not and you have a season and then you get a season off i like that about horticulture right where, it's not 365 yeah where when you got livestock man you got like it's like having all these kids well, i remember especially i used to do a lot of loans for goat farmers and the you see a goat farmer going to the barn it's like um all the it's like a bunch of dogs running to see their their owner like it, right. that's the goats all run there and then uh, they love you yeah they love you <coughs> yeah but it's and cool. some of them escape like some of them will like like they can't keep them in like they just uh, find a way to get, get well, out of their pen very springy 
and they're they're super smart yeah, yeah. they might, some say they're the devil because they have uh those square pupils in their eyes like that the, and all of the imagery of goat the devil is always like a goat's head stuff like that yeah that and too. sheep go to heaven goats go to hell kind of thing which is silly because they're animals yeah but sh- like i think it's a metaphor sheep meaning like people that do what they're told and goats are people who are like don't do what they're told rock climbing and stuff you're a goat right right i would say okay if you had to say are you a goat or a sheep you gotta pick you're a goat or a sheep tag i mean i'm ha- see i'm hairy goats, yeah. goats get hairy but i can shear this and no one wants it in those clothes okay i'm a goat yeah, you're thinking, you were thinking way too hard about that for yeah. a second, and then you committed to I'm the right way. What I would be, <laughs> I should definitely be shorn. But, but also, like, but you're no, you're no sheep, though. You're not like, like a sheep would be someone that would easily be led. You know, that's true. Like that's a goat, a goat is a, uh, it's got a mind of its own, kind of thing. Yeah, and that's what, that's where you're. Going. Like, I'm happy to see a farmer, but I'll also run away. Yeah, yeah, goat, real goat activity. Yeah. Sheep are like cows, you know, just stupid. That's, I've heard that. Yeah, cows are the dumbest. Cows are like sheep. Why sheep are you looking and at cows me when you... are the same. <laughs> huh? Why are you looking at me when you say that? It's a know. really dumb metaphor, <laughs> and we're looking for backup on it. Hey, oh, you, know. <laughs> you know what's a sheep? A cow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> a cow is a big oh. sheep. Yeah. Like they kind of are. A cow is a big sheep. Yeah. Except, yeah, a cow's dumber than even a sheep because a cow's bigger. And then he's still doing nothing with it, you know? A Only sheep's limited. You can still kick a sheep's ass. A sheep has no natural defense. Like, zero natural defense. Ever been bit by a sheep? No. No. I've stuck my hand in sheep's mouths, and, like, they don't they don't even have the front teeth. Like, they can't even... I'm not going to lie to you. If I had to go, if you gave me money to stick my hand in a sheep's mouth, I wouldn't know where to go right now. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's not just... Oh, where I do you go to get a fucking I was at a, I was at a farm where there were sheep. <laughs> and you were like, you know what? Really? I wasn't like, damn it, I'm going to go prove a point. You wake up, you're like, hey, hey, honey, you want to go out? What do you, let's say we put our hands in yeah. sheep's mouths. I'm sitting over let's here. Let's go find one. With these dry hands. <laughs> and there's a bunch of sheep over there that just don't know what they taste like. <laughs> honey, we're going over to the sheep. Nothing to worry about. Hey, mama. My wife made us individual Dutch Hall platters, and she gave it to us before the show. I won't let her do it. Like, I, I won't. I, I shouldn't do that, because I'm going to eat it the whole show. We'll do it it seems a, to be a problem mostly for you. I know. I can't stop <laughs> it. But anyways, like, shout out to her for doing that. It was That's super nice of her, eh? Very little cold, little friendly cold pack. Cold friendly. We've amazing. never seen this little individual pack. Like, yeah, I feel get, like let's get a nice little uh, Dutch Hall Lunchable. Look at That's that. all crunch. Huh? I thought those those are pickles. I thought those were grapes. Oh, no, it's great. Anyways, I, I, we are in feedback. Oh, yeah. We got to actually get to that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Today, today, I, we'll get it, get it. Today's a very special day. I forgot to say at the very beginning. Not only is it for all those people listening to our show, but it's also... Uh, Sabrina Van Brocklin's 50th birthday. Oh, shit. And um, Congrats. Sabrina is a, is a super fan of the show, and uh, she's been to live, live gigs. I've, I've met her. I met her at one of the new Lindbergh shows that she came to, and uh, I was shocked when she said 50. I honestly had her pegged in the in her late Whoa. 30s. I had late 30s. Really? Oh, wow. Good job. Couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it when she said it, but uh, but it's true. She says it's true. Fifty, and uh, as a, a gift, the Dutch Hall is going to give Sabrina 
shareholder status. Ooh, Ooh, shareholder status. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, big birthday. deal. Next step, Diamond Club. Next step is Diamond Club. Speaking of Diamond Club, we have a, one of the heavy candidates. Her name has been bantered around when we're talking about Diamond Club members. Last week, Jen Husko sent in a message. Uh, and in the, in the feedback, I wasn't wearing my glasses. Oh. I wasn't wearing my glasses. And as I forgot them again this week. And they, um, I read her message and it said, I thought it said, um, I like the, com like we said, what do you like about the Dutch Hall? She says, I like the interviews with comics when you talk shop, is what I read, that she read. But what she really wrote was, I don't like it when you have comics in and you guys talk shop. When I heard you Aww. read it, I thought that didn't sound right. <laughs> well, it was. It, so um, we're going to really disappoint her this week, Tug, <laughs> for a little portion of it. A little bit of it. I want to talk a little bit of it, but we'll try not to. But, Jen, I'm telling you, I really messed up. I told you I'd make it right on the air, and I did it. Thank you for the feedback. Um, and that's it really. I know we have, I'm just going to, that's all we really got to get through. There's, if you were looking at sponsoring the show, we are uh, still looking for sponsors. Now that I got the setup all done, we'll be getting, um, a couple online next week. So I'm pretty excited. We'll be able to announce that. And, uh, we are still, uh, working on, once we get the ads put into place, you're going to notice there's ads on a lot of our shows, even our back catalog of shows. And, um, that is kind of by design because we got to pay for things somehow. So then um, if you don't want the ads, you'll be able to subscribe to our Patreon and then you can watch the ad-free versions of our show and you can listen to the ad-free versions of our show as well. So as well as get some uh, other perks that we're still working on the details of, but there'll be different ways that you can follow and participate in the show. And for those watching on uh, YouTube, you can, all, you can always uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And they'll be available the uh, on uh, replays. the The live stream will be available on replays as well, and we'll promote all that stuff. So thank you to everybody. If you'd like to give us some feedback, uh, go to live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com or go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. We're Dutch Hall or live from the Dutch Hall or the Dutch Hall, whatever. Put in Dutch Hall, find us, and that's it. Um, thank you very much. That's it for this week for feedback. Now, Ty, you had mentioned we have Ty right here again. Uh, thanks no, for having me. Uh, thanks. It's nice to see you back. Like this is this is where it all began. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, like I'm liking the. It's familiar. It's like an old. Uh, it's a, an old comfortable shoe. Yeah. That you put back on, eh? Yeah. And I know it seems like, and it's more intimate too. This the space versus the church was a little bit more daunting. Yeah, I I uh, I was nervous when I did the show at the church. Really? Yeah, when I did the podcast. I mean, it was a it was a roast thing also. Oh right, right. So that was a little bit different. I never know how mean to go with those, but also it was it, it was a production. It was a whole thing like that. That just took everything way beyond what it what it was initially, which is you know is yeah. this, which is the, and then this has even evolved from that, yeah, which yeah. is incredible. So yeah, I think I had to go back to basics because with COVID and everything, you can't rely on anybody, and I still wanted to produce a show. So then I. Uh, after you, the production gets built up so much, you kind of uh, lose. You're not. You don't have your fingers and everything. So yeah. then you lose touch with 
the core well, of what it was. Yeah. yeah. Especially gigs. Yeah, that, that you had an audience. Like there was there were there were rows of seats and everything like that. It wasn't it wasn't this anymore, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as COVID hit, I was you just how you yeah that's gone. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. It would be sweet to have a studio audience. I'd always thought we could build to that someday. And maybe it still will happen again. But right now, I would just wanted to be able to do something that I could, like, understand everything. And then every week, I try to do just, like, uh, you know, I'd spend Thursdays working on the show. And then the rest of the time, I'm, I'm like, uh, doing my other stuff. And then by the time a week went by, I'd forget what I did. And then there was no consistency and all that stuff. So this time, I, I spent, like, a solid week, like, full days, obsessed with just getting the setup done and everything so everything could talk to each other and I think it's working. Oh, you did a great job. We'll put yeah. some we'll put some uh finishing touches on it, but it's like fucking I'm stoked about it because yeah. that now I can just come in here and flip a switch and it's all it's, on. Yeah. You and know? you and awesome. you look comfortable. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything cuz how yeah. many times did you come in here for a show and I'm sitting here pulling my hair out scrambling for stuff yeah like not knowing how like and i was just pressing buttons until it worked i didn't know what the fuck i was yeah. doing you know today you look the most at ease going into the show oh man i've ever seen i couldn't have been more prepared yeah this like, is incredible like you sit down you got you, you got microphones in place like this is where this microphone goes they're not off in the corner and we got to set them all yeah yeah but like you said we don't have to be have them inside of us anymore because the sound parts figured out headphones each person has their own headphone. We don't have to worry about whose splitter's broken and who gets what yeah, yeah. cup of whatever yeah. thing. Like, and even ones that work. Like, uh, I had to go through everything because, like, n most of my shit didn't work. Yeah. Like, it was, <laughs> it was like, so you put a cable in, you can't r figure out why why something's not working. Well, this cable shit, this box is shit, and then it just started like. You've also matured heavily through the whole podcast life. Oh. I think like you've. Yeah. From day one to now, it's you're right. so much more confident in what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. You just do something long enough. We're yeah. at like 350 hours or something of it or whatever it is. Still short of 10,000, though. You can't do 10,000 hours of podcasting. 10,000 shows. Even Joe Rogan hasn't done that, I don't think. No, yeah, that's crazy. And he does three-hour shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, maybe he's done like... He might. Yeah, he, he records. Might be close. For, he records for three hours. Yeah, I don't even say it's a three-hour show. But That's Pete, right. I'll be honest. We <laughs> yeah, could right. we could literally record for three hours if we wanted to. Like, there's been so many times where we've cut each other off and been like, "Holy smokes, hour and a half." Yeah, yeah. Well, you we, know, we started the podcast like that, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Talking about lifting things. Were we? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always don't know what's part of the show and what was beforehand. And then that's a good show. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, well then it was just like being a fly on the wall in the room, right? Like, no way. Yeah. yeah, you forget which was even part of the show. Like, did we talk about, yeah, yeah. We did talk about weight of lifting, right? Yeah. Talk about me losing a bit of weight, then gaining a little bit back, and then how Doug lost all his weight. What made you gain it all in LA? Was it just the food? Oh, dude, in the States? One, alcohol doesn't cost anything, uh. man. Like,. Yeah, everybody makes fun of how yeah. the alcohol level is so low. They just drink more. Well, it's like, I mean, like I bought, I was buying scotch. I was buy, I was buying bottles of Lagavulin. Up here, it's a hundred and twenty something now. hundred, it's it got expensive down there. It's sixty five bucks at Costco. Wow, a bottle of Grey Goose is like thirty bucks. <laughs> is that a good deal? Yeah, here a bottle of Grey yeah, Goose. Yeah, you're like Grey Goose. Grey Goose is now. I bought Grey Goose and I was drinking it because I was like, oh, this is cheaper. And this way, I, when I say Grey Goose is crap. 
I can say I drank this much of it, Grey Goose's crap. And then also just eating like garbage. Like Jeff would, I was in LA. Okay, so I was in LA uh, three, like three months last year. I went there beginning of January and we were there January, February, March. And then we were going to continue touring the States until Jeff had us booked until like the end of June. I was going to sell all my tools and I was just, I was a road comic now. That's right. And Courtney was on board and everything. I was like, I'm going to be a full-time comic. And then I was like, you know what? I should pray on it. God, give me a sign. <laughs> and then he was like, plague. Something, <laughs> something happened? <laughs> no, I, that's, but that's, it was kind of funny at the time. I didn't end up selling anything. Thank goodness. Cause otherwise I would have been broke. But we were there for three months touring uh, around the, I mean, we, we were touring around the States and stuff, but at our place in LA where we were staying, every morning Jeff would go to the gym and I would go to the gym and then he would come home with, he walked past the Jack in the Box every morning and they had this sandwich which was on like brioche bun with like cheese and then every type of meat and like three eggs and we'd eat that and I couldn't figure out why I felt like crap every day and then we look into it it's like 1400 calories or something like that just for one meal that's how you're starting your day and it was like what 225 or something yeah it was like yeah yeah, they were like hey if you don't buy this we're gonna take money from you but yeah it's free otherwise it was it cost nothing to eat poorly down there yeah and you're just eating so much of it plus like just drinking like i don't have to worry about what it costs because it's so cheap and not like i'm not an alcoholic or anything like that it's just when I go, <laughs> I mean, by the numbers. No, but like. When volume is so easy to come by. Yeah. Like, cheap. I mean, yeah. even people giving you, we did a show in Tennessee at a brewery. And I mean, you do a show at a brewery here and they might give you a couple beers for free. We, they gave us like three flats because I, I tried all of their beer. And I was like, I like this one, this one, and this one. He's like, sweet. And they just gave us three two fours of, of cans of it. Cheaper than water. It, it is was a- so good. Like. Canada sucks with uh, with booze stuff. All the taxes, yeah. and and, also, and they can't you can't have fun. Like they don't want it. They, they won't like allow. Well, like, the LCBO Pete is there to protect us from the dangers of alcoholism. <laughs> and thank goodness for that, because if it wasn't for the LCBO, there would be alcoholics in Ontario. <laughs> yeah, and oh. <laughs> I didn't detect the sarcasm at first. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know a single alcoholic. I don't no, know what you're talking about. Hey, I we... was raised by straight edge people. <laughs> can we have a shout out to Weed for uh, making it from illegal to essential service in like oh, two years? Yeah, that's yeah, great. Incredible. That's a jump, man. You're going to jail to now. It's needed. Essential. Yeah. Are people still in jail though? That. No, I don't think so. I think you get out, don't they you? Got out. Well, I think up probably, here they are. I don't think in the state. There's probably a gray area <laughs> there business. where you probably got to go through the system, and the system's slow as fuck. So probably by the time you get through the system, it'll be a year or two. But they probably eventually get because you can't keep someone in jail for something that's decriminalized. No. Hey, you know that American beer does isn't has the same amount of alcohol as Canadian beer. It's just measured differently. Really? One's by volume, and one's by something else. Yeah, I don't something. know if you can learn that. Well, there's that proof. Up. But the what? Proof. Like if it's, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. like the ones alcohol measured by, by. Which uh, is what we I do. went and did we the do, Labatt's tour one time. We do ABV, which is percentage. Uh, what? ABV is, uh, alcohol by volume is percentage. Is the way we do it? Yeah. But no, they do a percentage too, but it's alcohol by something else. And then, and then it's, that's why their beer, like if you got a Bud Light there, it would say it's like. 
3.5 and ours says 4.5 or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's 80 just because we, is 40%. Because we measure it differently than they do. Who's it won't say proof on a beer bottle. It'll oh, say no. like the percentage of alcohol on American beers. Oh, okay. But it looks like it's low. It's less than ours. Okay. So we, I always assumed that they had less alcohol in theirs. So I would drink way more of them, and then I would get shit can drunk. Do you think and it's then, like? <laughs> do you think it's per like quart or something like that? Like, yeah, one's like. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you though. It tastes a lot different there. Yeah. Well, well that's the water too. Yeah, they and they they oh, do yeah. like the, they do like the watery tasting beers. Yeah, like they like the, the Coors Light ones that don't taste like. No, that. but like if you have a Bud Light from here and a Bud Light from there, two totally different tastes. No. Yeah, I mean it's the same with beer going across Canada. Yeah, like, that's depending true. on where it's brewed, they, they use the water. The water they use, true. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I was told, anyways. But uh, yeah, no, the eating the 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 food down there, also where we were in. Uh, in LA there everything was open all the time so I was always out I was always either at the comedy store or the improv or I was out d- hitting like mics and stuff like that if we weren't on the road and when you're on your way home everything's still open so you stop and you get you know a burrito or something like that and then you go to bed and a foot long is like 18 inches there yeah like it, a foot long sub is a foot and a half yeah yeah and it's and it's everything is it's just it's just accessibility Plus, just an unhealthy lifestyle. Like I was going to the gym, sure, but then I wasn't doing anything during the day except sitting at a desk emailing a bunch of people. Right. Right. Oh. And then I got I got bored of that. Jeff just rocked it all day. He 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 went from we didn't have any shows booked after March to booking us solid all the way through the end of June in like a mu- in like a month. It was nuts. Well, what's the what's the word? Well, it says that there's like. Uh, it says because of differences in labeling, Canadian brews measured in ABV appear to be more potent than American beers. Today, most American beers have switched to labeling that way too. That's yeah. all it says. They used to maybe it's more of an old thing. So there. I just remember I went to Dar- or, or Cedar Point and I drank like um, way more of them because I said there was you can't get drunk off these things, mm-hmm. and then I got real fucking drunk. It's in your mind, grasshopper. Yeah, super so, fucking drunk at the comedy store a couple of times. Oh, did you? You know who Tony Hinchcliffe is? Yeah. Yeah, I chased him back to his car, demanding that he let me take him out for dinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you, you that would be a frightening thing. That, yeah. Did he think you were like homeless? No, no, no. He already knew who I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he already, <laughs> he already knew my name. But uh, yeah, I, I was creeping him out the one night just for fun. <laughs> Isn't he about the size of your mic? He's very small. Yeah. He's a very small man. Actually, I told him the I uh, I told him to go fuck himself the first night we went to the comedy store. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I I he has a he runs a podcast. Yeah, kill a, Tony. A kill Tony, and you have a minute to do a set. And I saw him coming through the hallway, and he looked like he was being escorted. So I thought he was leaving. I didn't want to take up a lot of his time. So I must have come across as very aggressive. Because I was like, hey, real quick, Tony, uh, am I trying to make you laugh or the audience laugh? That's all I want to know. He just stops because I guess he wasn't in a rush. He was just getting, he was just walking with his buddy who also s- works security there. Uh, and he, he's, he does it. Yeah, you, you, you never watch the podcast? He's like, no, Tony, I, I don't watch your podcast. I got other stuff going on. He's like, well, have you ever, have you ever even done comedy, man? <laughs> oh, shit. And I look at Jeff and Jeff looks at me and I was like, ah, what the? I was like, go fuck yourself, Tony. And he, he takes a look like one of those. 
And then there's a guy here. You can't tell Tony Hinchcliffe that. And he's like a brand new comic from Kansas or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, you totally can. Hey, Tony. And he turns back around. Go fuck your again. And then that was the whole. That was how our relationship started. Right. And then we ended up, we ended up talking like you know a few weeks later or whatever. But then a few weeks after that, I got it was, it was probably this upcoming weekend last year when all the shows had stopped and all of the comedy stuff was dying down. That I was just there. I was like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with Tony again. Do you- Cause like, um, like the there that route that you take, right? Like if you do that sort of thing, like that guy from Kansas saying, "Be good to the like," you can't do that. Like it's not going to help your career or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is kind of hilarious, right? Because yeah. there, there's no one, but it's still kind of like you, you don't know when maybe like he's of definitely course, not going to want to help you out i if, get what if, he was saying if, if you're gonna but the thing is he's not even going to remember you yeah if you uh, well, but and, but when you do say something like that if it's still like if it, you know especially if it's not seen as aggressive or, or like my big thing was the just the look of disgust he very much looked down like he, he was he was being tony hinchcliffe yeah, yeah looking down at you and just well looking up but like looking just down on you like, have you even ever done comedy? It's like, well, I'm I'm already asking you what the goal of this event is. Is it? Am I trying to get the audience to see you crack up, or like, yeah. clearly I have some sort of understanding of what's going on. I just need, and just that is like, oh, you're that, you're one of those guys. Just fuck off. The guy uh, Jeremiah Watkins yeah. in the band there is yeah. he's hilarious. Oh, they they're all really funny guys, yeah, yeah. and they're all like they're all actually like Tony Hinchcliffe is actually a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's just. No, it, it depends on when you get him. But, that I, but he does have the air of kind of like well, that, that's kind of his 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 shtick, that's isn't his it? Whole shtick, yeah. You got he's got to lean into it. If if you're like uh, he doesn't have to do it when he's off stage. No, but, no, definitely you should do the opposite, right? Because yeah. you don't want to. And for the most part, he does. Yeah, yeah. That's but, like a Jeselnik too, right? Like an Anthony Jeselnik. That guy's like kind of like he's not. You know, like uh, he's or Tosh, all he's those got, guys. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, Tosh too, not likable face or something like that. So, yeah. you got, but you lean into it, right? Yeah. I don't uh, know. Like, I think I don't. Maybe I'm like that too. Like, I or not. I don't know if I have a likable face or not. But I'm like. Um, it's also their personas. Oh yeah. Like their personas on stage are I'm smarter and better and yeah, but, in every way than you, and you'll never be this sort of thing. But like with Jeselnik, he said that it was because his his uh material was so um or no because he looked the way he did like i heard him in an interview saying like he, he looked kind of like a frat boy or whatever like people already aren't gonna like him because usually when the guy's on stage and he's got a spotlight on him he's got a microphone in his hand you know he's already in this alpha position everyone wants to not like him and then you mix the fact that he's he's a good looking guy, you know, and now they even hate him more, you know, like those are all things to overcome. So if they're going to, they're going to hate, put that kind of like hateful per- persona on you anyways. Like, I think I would look like a douchebag. I think I would classify as looking like a douchebag. I can lean into the douchebag character or whatever, I guess. Right. I definitely get away with a lot of stuff that I say because of the way I look. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I could just be, Oh, he's just being a silly fat hairy guy. Yeah, you have a look that when you walk in the room, you're going to be able to tell you're part of the show. Yeah. 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 Like, and then they kind of give you that um, leeway, right? Yeah. But these other guys, they they definitely look like dicks. And they so talk when, like dicks. So when you were traveling around in the States, um, uh, am I allowed to talk about this? Uh, 
You're a, you're an illegal alien, eh? Eh? Me? You were. Were? What? Did I you, have, I were, were you an illegal alien or were you a real deal? I was a real deal. I had a visa. How do you get a visa? I had a visa. I got a visa as a performer. <laughs> is that true or are you yeah, lying? Because I have one. I could pull it up. Is there such thing as a performing visa? How do you yeah, get it? You can get so you can get a visa for a performer. Now a lot of them Do you have to have the gig first? Are athletes. Yes, you need to you need to prove that you're booked and everything like that. Right. Um, but a lot of them are athletes, so some people get a little bit of trouble at the border. I've watched Border Patrol, I've seen this. Yeah, so like they you come up, you're like, I'm a performer and uh, they're like like what do you what do you prefer? Like, you're, you're sorry, it's a visa, but the, you tell them you're a performer, and they go, "Well, you're not a, you're not, you're clearly not an athlete. Are you a ref, or are you something like this?" And you go, "No, no, no I'm, I'm a comedian." And they go, "Well, what do you do?" Say something funny. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Do they? Oh, every time. I had to, I, when I was I was surround I, I had got brought into the office for the first time when you get your because you get the visa and then you have to have it added to your passport, and you're in there, you're surrounded by. I had like four people, like two people left their computers to come over and just buzz me with a bunch of questions about doing comedy and stuff like that. And uh, the one guy, he was jokingly threatening to shoot me or something like that because the one guy asked me to do a joke and make him laugh and I ripped on the other guy and uh, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, they love, the Border Patrol in general loves comedians. I think that they're pretty, as long as you're not, it's just like anything, as long as you're not a dick. But I and to comply, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do any of the jokes on non-compliance. <laughs> but wouldn't it be easier just to say like <laughs> I'm on vacation, like I'm going for ple- for pleasure, not business, and then you don't have to answer any of those questions. You could, yeah. But I had I had the uh, you had it, yeah. yeah just like here's. But they're the still going to give you a hard time, right? And then you got to if if you say for vacation, then you got to come up with a I'm going to Florida to the beach. No, you, you just say you're going to L.A. I'm going yeah. to Tommy. Where are you really going? You're yeah. driving to L.A. Yeah. For pleasure, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, the for us, it worked out <laughs> great when we crossed the border. We are at, okay. So first off, we already had our backup plan. We're like, if for whatever reason we go to the border, and they don't, they don't want us because we've heard stories of people like, I have a visa, but you know, I went to the border and they didn't like me that day or whatever, and they got banned. Now maybe they didn't actually have yeah. a visa when they got banned, but. Like, I heard that people got banned, so we said, okay, so if that happens, you're just driving straight to the airport and going to the UK. Oh. That's, that's, that was our backup plan. Ah. Uh. Um, but when we got to the border, the Border Patrol guy was younger, and he's like, so you guys, like, uh, refs or something like that? We're like, well, you don't think we're players? You don't think we're playing hog? And just made, like, made fun of how fat we both were. You could be curlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lumberjacks. Yeah, just coming down. We're taking your trees. But no, and that was it. He, he was fine with us. Let us go. Yeah. He didn't even ask us any more questions. Yeah. My wife, when she was going through to be an optometrist, they had to, as part of their education, she had to go to the States so that she could um, learn how to, or she, so she could prescribe pharmaceuticals, even though she, we, at the time, she at the time couldn't do it in, in Ontario, but they knew eventually they'd change the rules. So she had to go to the States to learn how to do that shit. So she went to Memphis, but they the the school just had a deal worked out with the school in Memphis, but it was like not above board. So they like just it told, was just their version of a rule, and they were kind of made yeah, it like up. Uh, the one university talked to the other one. They worked out the deal, but they didn't have all the paperwork or anything. So they just told the kids just lie when you cross the border. What? Jeez. Yeah, so they, that's <laughs> what they told them. I was so afraid. Of, I didn't want to get banned. I wanted to make sure every because I've heard of people getting banned when you can't go to the states for five years. Oh really? Yeah, and like the 
because it's a unless you go there illegally and i didn't want i didn't want to mess with any of that especially with all the trump stuff and everything like that i, I don't want my name on some list man yeah, me neither no yeah I, I definitely think that the u.s isn't as uh, uh like advantageous a place as it used to be to go to for sure um for sure. the market's still there don't get me wrong like the market's beautiful and big and right there yeah but it's just like uh there's so much other crap, you know, that's like now you got to think about. It's a weird market, too, that like, it, it would be not, they're there. Your your people are there. It's just trying to find them is very difficult. And the way that we do shows up here, like J- the way Jeff does shows is like we're in small towns all over the place. And small towns up here are very different than small towns down there, especially where we were going, because we were going to like. Like the middle of nowhere, Texas, and like you gotta worry about fucking someone pulling a gun on you or something. Yeah, I mean, not worried about pulling a gun, just their sensibilities and yeah. stuff like that. Like, or whether you know, everybody's complaining about all these snowflakes, but I said God in a joke, so now they're all mad at me. Oh, uh, but my joke uh, about you know raping a dude on my birthday that's fine, but this other joke where I said, Oh my God, I can't do that. Oh, right, that's right, not okay, just different sensibilities, There's learning, yeah. learning what's taboo and what's yeah yeah but it's exactly it's not like the amount of the amount of compl- i've had more complaints over me saying oh my god on stage than i have over any other really any other of my bits oh really yeah that's and, not even a and you had zero intention or of god, offending or, or goddamn nothing yeah yeah wow. you're taking the lord's name in vain and then i gotta get into that whole conversation like god's a title thor's a god <laughs> name's thor but <laughs> uh. And then they don't like that because they don't actually read the Bible. Uh, <laughs> and then, and now you got to worry about getting shot. Yeah. And this yeah, is where yeah. the guns come. Yeah, yeah, in. yeah that's yeah. where the guns come. <laughs> in. Yeah. But the uh, yeah, that whole that's it. it's it's and and you can play on it. And once you figure it out, uh, but like someone like Jeff that's been doing stand up for he picks up on it way faster, and he's you know he's doing his thing way sooner. And like yeah, they, but he's also been doing stand up for twenty years, and I have a, a lot to learn that way. Yeah, reading the audience a little more, because I'm still in that stage where, if you don't like it, like you came to a comedy show and you're being like that, mm-hmm. and you can't, you just can't get your head around it at all. Uh, but you're being vocal about how much you don't like it. Well, now, now I'm just gonna. That's what I'm gonna ruin your night. But that's yeah. what I can't comprehend about people in the audience that are like that. It's like, what did you think you were coming to? Well, I oh, think a lot of times it's the date. Yeah, it's like the. It's a terrible spot to go for a date. I know, but for it's like, like a first the, date too. The, and 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 it's usually like the 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 girl says, "Let's do this," and the guy's like, oh, "I got dragged along on this bullshit," you know. Yeah. And then, uh, and he's laughing at shit he's not supposed to, or he just doesn't respect the whole. Pro- he doesn't even know what it is. Like there's certain, like a lot of people who don't even know what they've never even been to. They never been to a show. They never heard of it. They don't. Yeah. It's, it's not pe- even something they think which about. Which is, it's not their fault. But still, Pete, it's common sense. Is what all, it comes down to sure, sure. Sense. But at the same time, maybe they're only, it, they might only be exposed to clean comedy. Yeah, yeah right? true. Which is fair, but also the shows aren't branded as... Yeah, because if comedy it's branded isn't just Frasier on TV. A clean like, comedy fuck. show, I'll be clean. Cause I, <laughs> yeah. I've done clean comedy. Yeah. If it's if I'm told it's a clean show, then it's a clean show. But like there's it's the same... It's What's the, your version of clean? No swearing? I could do... I, I've done shows for Christian youth groups. What's that like? It was it was actually pretty fun. Like I did one for like a bunch of like uh, middle school age kids. So you just can't swear. Or? Can't swear. Can't you know? Molest. No, no sexual. <laughs> yeah. Can't touch. <laughs> no, zero. Like not even a little bit. Can't touch any of the kids. 
No, uh, me too. And <laughs> see, like a normal comedy night, you could touch some of the audience members. No, not if they brought their kids. You can't touch kids at a comedy show ever. No, ever? no, you can't touch the yeah. kids. Yeah, you shouldn't have your kids at the comedy show. They're supposed to be 19. Yeah. Because so they might be one of the people you get to touch in the audience. <laughs> what? <laughs> because normally you get to touch one or two people in right. the audience. And normally you just assume they're 19. Yeah. <laughs> but if you bring them, now you're throwing the numbers off, and I don't know who I get to touch. Yeah, it really is on Whose you. Whose fault is it? If your kid gets touched at a comedy show, you're the one that brought your kid there. But again, this comes with, <laughs> with time in the game. See, a comedian that's been in it for 20 years is going to know, that's a kid, I shouldn't touch that kid, even though this is a 19-plus show. Right. Yeah. That's just experience. Yeah, this is... <laughs> live and learn yeah but uh, yeah so th those shows they i started picking up on it but it was it was really strange um also the they're they're more they all they all want comedy down there more so than up here i feel oh really the states is more yeah give us stand-up comedy than up here oh yeah, yeah here we don't have a we've done a bad job of promoting it as a thing yeah we, we don't really <laughs> care up here like yeah we have the biggest comedy festival in the in, in the world yeah. and and we we showcase everyone else's comedians, yeah. Yeah. you know, that they put, they actually put resources into, but yeah, crazy country. I, I think if I left for comedy, my first choice would be, uh, England. I think it would be the UK because, uh, because there I'm exotic because there is like in the States, I think I would just be kind of like them. Maybe they unless think you did a ca Canadian guy routine. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not even that kind of person. Right, I sound more American than Canadian. Yeah, those Canadian guys, when you're going like, oh, like, uh, they sound stupid to me too. Yeah, like uh, when they do the Canadian accent, they're. I've met those people. They live in Saskatchewan. They sound ridiculous. Yeah, you know, like they, although they pick up on everything, like they they knew that Jeff was Canadian, but a lot most of them thought that I was like local to the area. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I think I mirror people quite a bit. We do when they're speaking. We do have a twang ear accent so that like southern ontario like that it's more like an american accent than the I rest also of our country a, i grew up in a small town too so maybe that has something to do with it uh, maybe yeah. i have an accent but it's here like there's a norfolk accent okay really i didn't know that yeah where it's like heck yeah <laughs> yeah like uh if you hear like uh you it's ever hear, you ever hear someone up. say get him get him yeah get him you know get him do they him. talk like get that him. get him my brother-in-law, who grew up in Toronto, he he talks like that now, and then uh, we and you created that. No, I just just because he's lives he's like, lived here for so long. Sorry, not you, but like not me. Norfolk like, County. He's got more friends than me around here because he moved here and he made a bunch of friends. I my friends I had from when I was a kid that lived here and then they moved. They all moved away. Yeah, the hick down here is different than the hick up. Even just like Fergus, where I grew up, the hick up there is more like Letterkenny. Livestock hick. I don't know what that's you what call it, but like, uh, I that's think that's a good name for it. I think it's a low, that's the slight difference. Yeah, they uh, the letter Kenny uh, Hick. Uh, I would say I re I do share a lot of similarities to a letter Kenny. Like, I went I went to school with those those guys. Those like, guys, yeah. Like that the way they talked and the uh, that whole thing that was my high school. Yeah, that that it all rings true to me too. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of difference. That that one main guy reminds me of my cousin Derek. <laughs> <laughs> He's it seems uh. just like him because he. Because he's, he'll kick anyone's ass like there's a, that. There's a campaign to make him the next Wolverine. Oh really? Yeah. There's a bunch of they're trying to get signatures to make to because Hugh Jackman stepped. Yeah, and he's Canadian too. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's shorter and uh, he's a stocky little Wolverine-looking yeah. dude. 
Yeah, I mean the character of Wolverine, like the is Canadian, low, rural Canadian, and this sh- and a short dude. He's from Alberta, though. Yeah, the Logan guy, the Logan character, or whatever, yeah. right? Anyway, that that'd be cool. That'd be a cool choice. I love that show, man. It shows like maybe, like it's like the best. Uh, uh, I just started. I just got crazy like two months ago, so I I binge watch all Letter Kenny. <laughs> it's great. I love Gail the best, the bartender. I don't know if you you watch that show. I know the characters from the videos, but like I I was wa- I don't want to sound like a dink. I was watching Letterkenny when they were Letterkenny Problems before it yeah, was yeah. A, before it was a show, but it was just the like the quick clips. Yeah, I was watching it then. I watched so that. I know too. some of the characters from that. Yeah, and then I I never could watch the real show because I never had Crave, and then Crave's the best one. I'd cancel Netflix. I'd cancel all that shit. Well, if you got Bell, you get Crave, right? You get Crave with Bell. I don't get Bell. I don't give Bell any uh, of my money anymore. I give him. Right on. I give him. Oh, zero. I think we talked about this. Yeah, what zero dollars. What do you get for internet out here? How are we streaming this right now? Uh, quick. I get uh, local yeah. or Execulink or whatever. Like, oh, uh, have you tried? Have you applied for Starlink? I don't oh, even know about that's it. That's Elon Musk. That's Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. And you spend a gazillion dollars. No, I like to get good internet. You want to expensive? I heard that somebody told me it wasn't that much. Really? Well, I just I would and I because you I buy just, the unit. Yeah, I was just going out going off of. What it was, I think the doing. unit's like 800 bucks, yeah, and then it's a hundred a month or something. But it's like it's yours, and you're getting high speed, like broadband, wherever. So like we're, we're just past dial up here. That's what I mean. No, we're, no, we're fiber here. As soon as I heard oh, Execulink, he like, is oh. where I live down one concession over. Bell wouldn't give me internet, yeah, because they're like, we can't, we can guarantee you like 0.5 megabytes per second. I'm like, that's fucking dial up. Yeah, but we got like we got fiber. We got like kick ass. I'm running all this shit on it. It doesn't even matter. And uh I don't even, I don't understand why. Well, I get I guess I do. But the promise is that everyone's supposed to get it eventually, but they sure ain't hurrying up on it. But um uh it makes a huge difference cuz now I'm in Pine Grove with fiber. It's like I could be anywhere. You know, cuz you have fiber. It's so fast. Mm-hmm. Or before, uh, you know, you knew you were in the country because it sucked. And then you go in the city and you're like, fuck, man, no wonder, you know, they're so far ahead of us. Right. They, they can stream a video in two seconds. Yeah. yeah. They don't know what buffer means. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a, an example, but I don't want to say it. Oh, uh, you should say it. But it's no, because I, I don't want to implicate. Uh, but yeah, you can download a lot of, oh, I was downloading uh, video footage. Like I was downloading it from uh, Jeff. We had like two terabytes of video footage from the trip, and I was able to pull that from Jeff in like a day. Like not not even a day, but like you know uh, maybe eight, twelve hours, something like that. Two terabytes to pull down, and I live in town. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's like that's a lot. Yeah. Take, it take us maybe a year. <laughs> 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 I me, mean, anyways, yeah. I don't actually. There, there's holes, eh? There's like like holes, and when you're driving around, and then all of a sudden, there's no internet, and then then there is again. Tag, we don't not just have a problem with internet. It's fucking cell phone service. Oh yeah. Like you hit a fucking tree around here. <laughs> I, I mean, swear, man. You might like rotary phones probably work better than cell phones <laughs> around here. Especially what? a tall tree. Yeah. I, why? Are we, yes. What's you hitting a tree? No, no, like you drive past a tree. A tall oh, one. I was going to say, because shit. The country skyscraper. Don't hit a tree. Yes, con- that's a perfect word for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's certain trees that'll shade the satellites or whatever. Oh, you can't fuck. get it. Do you, do you like, guys have like uh, a lot of people? Like, did they offer to put a tower, like a, a thing, on your church? No, they have it. Peter? No, because that's a big thing. Churches and uh, silos. You'd think I would have been approached by that by now, eh? Yeah. Like, because... Tyke, around here, I could make a tractor drive, like, 10,000 feet, plus or minus a half a half inch. No problem. <laughs> Can't make a cell phone. Go. Like, it's... Oh, you mean, like, with GPS? GP... I can make a oh, tractor go... Okay, that, I was going to say, like, <laughs> one is based on your skill, uh, I guess, no. and how aligned Zero the skills are. I can make... I can hit a button on my tractor, and the tractor will drive plus or minus a half inch forever. But to make... While I'm in that tractor, I cannot make a cell phone call. Yeah, because it's... The, the GPS is a satellite, whereas your cell phone's a tower. Right. That was, like, Norfolk County, like, science lesson right there. Yeah. <laughs> And to help, we I got the tractors got like so we got what's called GLONASS, so we get the Russian satellites. Apparently, they got a lot of them because if we just do the regular satellites to help the tractor, it's like we get like five, six of them. If I get like if I get the GLONASS edition, which I have, I had to spend more money on. I get like twenty satellites telling that tractor to stick on. That you line. can use the Russian ones then. Yeah, I got I got Russian satellites on my tractor. <laughs> what else can you use? Any other country satellites? You I don't, don't I don't know. All I know is at the time when I bought it, it was a big deal to get the Russian satellites. Do you know the Poland's got a got a uh, like a space force or like a space <laughs> agency? Yeah. It's not even a joke. What are they doing? They're sending up satellites for reals. Okay. You know what else? There's other. There's a whole bunch of shitty countries that have space programs for real. Because it's cheap to get to space now. It's cheaper. Because of uh, Mr. Musk. Yeah, one of them. And you know that other guy? Uh, what's the name? The Virgin Air guy? Uh, uh, Branson. 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 Richard yeah, Branson. Richard Branson. Old dick. That guy. Branson. And Virgin Air. <laughs> He's they a just son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. They figured Old out. Dick. Uh, <laughs> who? Branson. Old dick. Branson, old Dick Branson, He's a son of a bitch, <laughs> old Fringers Branson. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Branson figured out a way to take a plane, take off on a runway at an airport in like uh, Europe, and go through the atmosphere into space, and then go go back uh, into the atmosphere and land in another airport. The, the blackbird could do that what's that it was like the spice the spy plane is that make-believe or real life it was real well that's but i'm saying that they do it on a they can do it on a commercial they're working on doing it at a commercial level so just going up so, so you can stratosphere so you go up and then you could go like instead of going 600 kilometers an hour or whatever you go uh this is exactly how the blackbird yeah you worked, go yeah. super fast so you can go to but you can't actually go into space because they wouldn't be able to come back in, right? It's the uh, like that's the part like I can't the figure edge out. Of the stratosphere where like, there's no once, re once you actually hit space, all this stuff's not doing anything because you don't have anything to push off of. So you need jets and then you top. don't have to re-enter the atmosphere. Then you would still, I mean, you'd be re-entering like from the all the different levels and stuff like that. But yeah, but you know how when you see the like the Apollo mission, they're coming back in the atmosphere and they're burning up. You know they're gonna fucking well, die. Well, that's going from no matter <laughs> to matter right, right so they wouldn't go nothing. into the nomad yeah. into the nothing yeah because then they wouldn't be able to they'd have to have rockets on the top to keep it in get it back in because they wouldn't be able to turn 
So is there atmosphere? So that's and just then a, that's just a hardcore it? plane. Like Richard Branson just brute forced. Technically, we're in <laughs> low orbit, but not really. Yeah, so that you could go super fast. Right. Because there's less resistance, right? Yeah. And then, but you uh, also have to go way higher. Yeah, yeah. It's the same time. You get a, you, does it? Yeah. It's like takes a 14-hour flight and makes it five hours. Okay. All right. That's that's what they said. So it's like. But is that is that like take off to landing, or is that location to location, and then you got to get down? I don't know. Because if normally you're. Th- you're I think at thirty-five like, thousand feet, but now you got to get to seventy-five thousand feet. You got to climb all the way up. No, they way. measure it from the whole flight. When they say it's a five-hour flight, it means like going up to coming down, doesn't it? Like when know. you leave the ground to when you touch the ground. Yeah, because you're never they're never judging a flight on air distance to distance. It's always if, usually land. If you're trying to make something sound good, you're gonna make it very you know? true. Like yeah. a train from X to or a plane from you know wherever to wherever. Would you is when your wheels up or was yeah, it, is it when you get pe- to the get to the gate like there's sales pitch and everything right. yeah that's what I mean right I just love that idea like ah oh, we're gonna do space travel no you you know you just go, you're just going high it's still it's, it's still space travel. still huge though like because it makes the world way smaller if I know I can get to China in five hours I'll probably go to China more often <laughs> really yeah what are you going to China for tell, tell jokes tell jokes yeah why not people speak English there too. I would love to go do that. There's a whole bunch of comedy in uh, like in, in Asia, everywhere. Yeah, but like there's a, even just with North American people, just expats. Yeah, like you could you can do a tour of almost just expats. Most European countries, you can tell jokes in English, even if the previous comic up before you spoke in their language, and the audience will still understand you. Yeah, because uh, they're more they're better than we are. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hate, I hate, I hate going to Quebec. Quebec is the only start, one. You start speaking, and they and they're they're speaking French, and they can speak English. They're like, we can speak both of our native languages. Yeah. No, they're gonna fuck with you, guaranteed. Yeah, but they should. They they get to. I can't speak French. They can speak English. That's not fair. They not all of them can. The further you get away from the city, the yeah. they can't. It really throws me off when you're still in Ontario and people are speaking nothing but French. Up north, there's a lot of yeah, French people. Yeah, you'll do yeah. a show and they're like, "Is this a French comedy show?" I'm like, "No. Why would it be a French comedy show?" Yeah, yeah. we're we're the border. We haven't hit the border yet. Yeah, yeah. we're in like Wawa. Stop yeah. it. But that is the part of like that. Awkward. That's the part that Quebec forgets is that when they want to separate, then they really fuck over all those other people. Oh yeah. Then the other provinces that still speak French, because I don't think we're gonna give a fuck if, if about them if no. Quebec leaves, right? Yeah, those signs change. It's yeah. all English. Quebec's not still talking about leaving, are they? No, I don't know. I haven't heard about it. It's been, af- we're just going to build a bridge to Labrador They can't afford to. Like they can't afford to. <laughs> yeah, it's... But who knows? Like, the, uh, eventually, maybe they will. I doubt it, though. You know, I think that eventually everything's going to change. Like, uh, but I don't know how it's going to shake up. One thing that I like is that uh, we can... They're, they're talking about making a new, like, European Union type thing with... With Canada, yeah, Australia, uh, UK, and uh, uh, New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. Kamzuk. Kamzuk. <laughs> but then you get free movement of labor, so then you can go. Why, why, why does Australia, why do Australia, Canada, UK, Isn't Australia New Zealand, monarchy? and is it not, not any of the EU? 
No, because no, none of the EU. So just the Commonwealth. We're just going to rename the Commonwealth to Kansas. No, not all the Commonwealth, because there's a whole bunch of other ones. That India. And yeah, yeah. But the, the islands. Just those four countries, because they're all kind of the same. And uh, Britain's not in the EU anymore. Right. They Brexited it, so now um, it would give them more uh, bargaining power, more clout to join forces with the Canada who's the 10th largest economy and Australia is the 11th largest economy and they're like the seventh or something like that. And then you put us together and we're like the second or third, you know, and then now they, people listen to us and we're all kind of the same. We all kind of treat our people the same. We all do the same shit. Our lifestyle is the same. If you plop us in any one of those countries. So it's pretty easy. It's even better than the EU and the, cause the EU is so fragmented. This one would actually be, pretty easy yeah because we're all super close to each other too the fragmentation yeah like we we kind of all think fairly similarly we do yeah i was just thinking like geography and the actual oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah which sucks the eu makes a lot of sense because they're all right there yeah yeah kanzuk but when you look at it for us it would be for trade it does make sense then because they so what's the point of the <clears throat> commonwealth what is the commonwealth then because i thought that's what the commonwealth was well the commonwealth you don't we're still independent like we're still an independent nation, right? Right. And so, like, we're even though we're a Commonwealth, I can't just go to England and work, and I can't just um, okay. Like, we still have have the ability to put tariffs on goods that go between Canada and the UK. It's just like that. We were in the club at one point. Isn't that neat? Yeah, but once we, yeah, and I think we have like, well, it's just this bullshit monarchy stuff, isn't it? Like, the Governor General stuff and all that crap. I don't know. I know the Barbados is out this year. Yeah? Barbados says because no more Commonwealth. No, but I think that's not going to uh, help any matters, eh? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Have Tur- you seen this interview? Turns which, which Oprah and Meghan Markle? Oh, oh, I did see. Uh, my wife was friends? big on it. Turns out that... Uh, Turns out that the royal family is not so royal. They're, 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 not, they're not nice royal. They don't like people that aren't white. Yeah, a, 90, a 90-year-old... Uh, ultra rich uh, uh, aristocrat is potentially not open to people <laughs> of, Amazing. All, of all colors. What? The head of one of the largest em- the largest empires that overtook the, some of the most landmass ever but in the history of the world and just slaughtered thousands of people. Let's be honest, though. Do we really need a queen and a king and a... No. No, we don't. No, but it's fun. I know, but... That's got to be what the... I can't imagine why the British are still doing it, because they pay money to them. Right. We do, too. That whole interview... We do? Yeah. Is that what the Commonwealth is? Yeah. We've given them money still, Oh, it's their Commonwealth. Yeah, we serve them, man. We got pictures of the queen on her money. Yeah, but that whole... We still sing God... That whole interview took the the whole royal family and put them a little bit down. (laughs) They're... No longer so royal. I, w- I was in England in 95 when they had the interview with Princess Diana. Um, and everything shut down. You can't order a pizza, nothing. Like, uh, oh, really? it was everybody wanted to hear what she had to say. And it was, uh, I remember you could watch it on the streets too. They, they were covering it, like showing the interview with her. Well, and Prince Harry now is saying more or less, like, uh, mom wasn't lying. It fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, but we got a shitload of money, but it sucks. Well, who cares? Like, uh, he's like a millionth in line now. Like, the, the yeah. Oh, it'll never well, happen. Well, also when they went, when they decided to leave, they were like, "You don't get any money." 
Yeah, they right? cut him off. They cut him off. Yeah. So he's saying yeah, how nice so. he's saying how nice grandma is, it, it, but grandma still has the end say. Yeah, so, when that when that when but that, also you want to make a bunch of money, you go do an interview with Oprah. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he have Diana's money too? No, he claimed that he didn't make no money. They said at the beginning of the interview he was making no money on it. Yeah. You uh, know what? The, those he claimed guys, keyword. Those guys like seriously like uh, they're doing a podcast. I know they are. Harry and Megan? Yeah. Just the two of them? Yeah. I think it's going to be like your mom's house sort of thing? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Unfunny. But all I'm saying is they got like, (laughs) like if if we had like a a tenth of their fault, like of their name recognition, you could make a fucking living selling t-shirts, man. In the end, they're saying poor me, but hold the fuck on here. There ain't, they don't got a whole lot to say. No, wait a minute. This is the thing when you say my family cut me off because i didn't want to do my job then yeah if your job's to be a royal family do as i say you get money for that and if you don't do it you don't get fuck all that makes sense that's why you get your freedom then you don't get the money and then leave us the fuck alone but that's no. why we get fired at our jobs yeah if we, exactly. if we don't do them. no but what he, he was already saying he, what he was saying is is i've built up this persona in life you want to cut like for him and megan what the big thing was is security it wasn't the money like he's he, he Diana was had set him up forever, right? Yeah. Plus, there are they were already worth a lot of money to begin with, or she was Megan was. But what he was saying was is you can't just kick me to the curb here because I'm I'm at risk every day. Yeah, more or less what he. I'm was still saying. a prince. I'm still technically like the guy did two tours in Iraq or Afghanistan. Like he's a fucking big deal. Like yeah. That's what I mean, like, he, the, the money thing, who cares? He wasn't worried about the money. It was, he was like, look, I just need, I need someone to watch my back here so I don't get shot. Security. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That's mainly what they were both saying. And then Megan was like, yeah, our kid's colored, and they had a problem with that. Well, fuck, you're not supposed to have a problem with that. They said, yeah, they made it conditional, like, say, if the kid was a certain shade past yeah. this, we can't give him security. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? That was, I think, how that they were. That is the most Are they race- holding up a swatch in the yeah, like, birth, uh, like in the birthing off-way. unit? If you like, were just a little more beige. That is the most racist <laughs> thing I've ever heard. We'd not let, the, we, we wouldn't let them shoot you. Yeah, I know. If it's he's anything racist. darker than three creams. <laughs> you just that's said how that they would perfect. do that's how they would do it yeah yeah, yeah. they base it on their teeth mm-hmm. yeah that is yeah because yeah th- wasn't that one of the things they asked what color the, the first question they asked was what color the baby was yeah, yeah not yeah. is it healthy or anything Meanwhile, like that it's just what colors the baby that's messed up yeah yeah like this is not like you're not that's not shouldn't be a, a scenario at all like now that kid's got to grow up thinking mom and dad get kicked to the curb because i'm because I'm of colored descent, like that's so fucking wrong. Yeah, you gotta understand too. Like, uh, I'm not defending this by any stretch, you know. But, uh, um, like, if you're from England, you have you could have a vision in your mind what an English person looks like, right? You know, where we're Canadian, when you think of a Canadian, we don't have a vision of what a Canadian looks like because. It's so diverse. Yeah, because we're everything, right? Right. And same with Americans, you know, they're just like everything, right? So like, but like a, a Dutch person or a French person or whatever, they have a per, a vision in their head. And, you know, a French person's 
That's Funny why you should say that because I'm pretty sure the lineage of the Windsors is uh, like German and German. French. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's like that's the thing. They have this. They have they have an identity that's surrounding, you know, their skin color. That's what they're. They see their country as as being built around, right? But isn't this crazy? Okay, so we're we're it's 2021, and we're the biggest thing in in history right now is racism, and we're all equal and everything. And then this comes out of holy fuck, the queen of the world. Yeah, but is it, it's racist. A, it's a fucking 94 year old woman, though. Yeah. It's like if you if yeah, you go like to a nursing home, like you'll grandma. see like the sweetest women in the world say the fu- most fucked up things. You true, know? true. Yeah, <laughs> because they do, they're from yeah, a but, different time. Yeah, but Pete, it's not just it's not just the queen. It's you have Prince the William and Prince Charles, and they're both they're both just as bad. And Prince William's fucking he's super. Few, that guy, if that guy's got no excuses, he's a few years older than me. That'd be great for getting rid of the monarchy, though. Yeah, if, if that's the truth. If even the young guys like that, then who? Because he was it? more or less alluding to the point. Harry was alluding to the point where my brother's a fucking dick, and yeah. Dad, I haven't it's talked to him in brother. a fucking year. Oh yeah, yeah, half. Yeah, you ever or, see uh, Princess yeah, yeah. Diana's bodyguard, that yeah. red guy? The red, red guy. Red haired guy? Red haired guy, yeah. It's Looks just like him. Just like him. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't well, look like no... Charles. <laughs> but, but dipshit looks just like Charles, like yeah. the oldest yeah. guy does. Yeah. So you know he's the real. Yeah. But there's no, re- there's no there's no, gingers <laughs> in, the, in the lineage of Charles, yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I mean, I think the, it's the English are pretty hard on gingers to begin with. Yeah, they're bad. So it was it, like uh, it was going to happen whether we liked it or not. Kind of. They thing. go. I think they're a couple G's and I and N and E and an R. They just gender. rearrange them and they just hate, hate whatever that those words <laughs> make. Yeah. Old Gingy. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, Tim Minchin song? Only yeah, a Tim ging- Minchin. Yeah. Only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's good, man. He's really good. I saw his concert. He was at like Royal Albert Hall full goddamn orchestra full orchestra and uh um like unbelievable like yeah. that that like the scale of it eh like i, I you talk about what we did at the church i eh? like that's like time on steroids right yeah uh what time is it oh holy f- yeah are heavy, you kidding heavy, me heavy oh shit we, we did go a bit long i'm sorry started uh, a little late yeah, yeah. We're going to wrap it up. We'll wrap her up. Uh, that's it. Uh, we want to do one. We'll do one. Uh, anything in particular from your trip that uh, stood out as being the most memorable? Do you have anything? Oh, yes. Okay. So what day? Today's the 11th. Okay. So this weekend, last year. Yeah. Okay. Jeff and I were doing the Pachanga Casino and Resort in uh, Temecula, California. The week before, Jeff had recorded Dry Bar. Do you know Dry Bar? They're yeah. a, they're a clean comedy thing. Like they're the biggest. They have a hundred million subscribers. Okay, yeah, over a billion views. He recorded a dry bar special, which is coming out in April. So look for that. It'll oh, be on cool. YouTube and everything like that. Uh, but also, so that was in. He recorded that the week before we were in Vegas, and then the week after we were at this resort in Temecula, California, called Pachanga uh, Casino Resort. We're doing a show Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Supposed to do one Sunday. Saturday is when the governor gave the shutdown order. Like, nobody's on the streets. Everybody go home, that sort of thing. So we watched a casino clear out. And we went to the club owner, 
in the casino. We were like, hey, man, so we just heard the news. We just watched the zombie apocalypse happen in your in your casino, watched everybody leave. We're not doing the show tonight, right? And the guy's like, do you guys want to fucking get paid? Mm-hmm. And Jeff and I look at each other. We're like, yes, please. That'd be great. And he's like, well, we can get up there. Like, the bar's closed. So the audience had no Nobody, Nobody's in the casino. Zero people. Nobody's there. Nobody, nobody's did. allowed to be there. It is illegal to be there. And he's like, get up there. They made me do 20. Jeff has a video on his phone. He made me do, they made me do 25 minutes of my half hour set before they called it. Oh, really? Jeff's got a video on his phone being like, Tig Wright, crushing it in California. <laughs> and then he takes a step back on the front rows, empty. Takes another step back, second row, empty. And then he turns around and you can see the bartender waving like, bye, see you guys. And she's leaving because she just clocked Did it. Did Jeff have no to perform reason. too? No, I wanted right. him. Jeff's a crowd work comedian. And I was yeah. like, I'll do this half hour, but you got to make him do at least a half hour. Uh, so you had the ultimate fuck you towards you then. You had yeah, to I had to play to nobody. I did 25 minutes to, like, it might as well have been chairs on tables. Like, That's they didn't even turn the lights on. So did you uh, you test out new shit? Or just no, I, I, I didn't. If he, I figured if he was being like that, if they were like, you've got to do the show, was I wasn't going to go up there and be like, whoa, I was going to, I'll do my set. And I went up and I just started doing my set as if people were there because I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're pissed off because of this whole thing. I don't want to push it. You're thinking wanna... of your future, too. Like, hey, maybe. Yeah, because we were booked through an agency. And also, I don't want to screw up Jeff's paycheck because I'm getting paid as a feature. He's getting paid as a headliner. Yeah. Right. So I don't want to screw up his paycheck by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just did. I just did the set. But that was that was really crazy. And then when you get back to L.A., like L.A.'s traffic is way worse. It's, it's, it's as bad as everybody says. I didn't think it was. I was like, I've been to Toronto. It's like it's not. It's worse. But no, nothing. We lived between Sunset and Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. And we walked to a cafe every day to get like a, a coffee. And all of those streets, like you could have. I, I wish I was a photographer because I could have taken a really cool picture. I wanted to put a couch on the freeway because there's nobody. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was the creepiest. But yeah, the 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 performing to an empty casino comedy club. For 25 minutes that was and that was the last time i performed comedy until september when we were allowed to start doing a, a few shows again yeah. bet you that was a weird conversation after eh? so how do you think i did yeah yeah <laughs> jeff was just like i can't believe he's like you did great he's like i can't believe they made us do that because that'd be tough probably like there's no such thing as that is there like well no because the, i mean there's that when you're doing open mics you go do an open mic. how many shows have you done where there's just comedians in the audience yeah, you've done that. Terrible. Yeah, but this is literally nobody there. It's not like the manager was watching or the owner, or whoever it did was. Did you have was to watching. turn on the fucking mic too? The guy he he did. I was like, well, then give me an intro. <laughs> he was like, just get up there and do. The show. I was like, no, 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 put the music on. I want the lights and everything. So they did like the whole good evening, welcome to the Pachanga Comedy Club, like and that whole thing. And then I went up. It was hey, everybody, how's it going? and then no one's there. But I made them do the lights and everything. Cause... That's cool. Yeah, but you kind of need that, right, to kind of pump yourself up. Yeah, though. at least at least then I could be like, well, this is goofy. Instead of just walking up there, nobody at all yeah. in the place, and be like. This is a funeral. So uh, I thought the Temecula was the thing that hangs down at the back of your throat. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, at least the music and stuff it makes it fun. Amps you up, yeah. <laughs> Actual human beings do make it. It does make it real fun, too. Yeah. 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 Anyways, thank you very much for coming in, Ty. It's great hey. to have you back at the hall. Yeah, thanks for having me again, man. I'm glad to be here. Beaver and Kevin, always a pleasure. You guys are uh, always a treat. So uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, if you'd like to, give us a piece of feedback. What? There we go. Feedback. Uh, you can do
do so at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com or thedutchhall@gmail.com or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Give us a message, and we will uh, talk about our next week's show. And subscribe on YouTube. Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, Kev. Six years, oh, the whole time. Kept looking. Yeah. Five, six. Fucking that, too.